from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, October 7th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine says he hopes by next week to provide details of an economic aid package for small businesses, nonprofits, and people struggling to pay rent or utility bills. Here's Karina Nova with more. The governor said at his coronavirus briefing yesterday, it's unclear how long the economic downturn will continue, and he knows people need help. The ongoing pandemic has impacted so many people and hurt so many people uh, just besides those who have gotten sick. DeWine said he's balancing the use of federal relief money for such assistance while reserving some for testing. He said some of Ohio's approach depends on whether Congress will pass another stimulus package. President Trump said yesterday that no such aid will be negotiated until after the election. Karina Nova, ONN News. Secretary of State Frank LaRose said yesterday he will not expand the number of secure ballot drop boxes beyond those already established at each county board of elections. Bennett Haberly spoke to Ohio's elections chief and those who sued to expand access to those drop boxes. Well, he said he supports the idea. He says it should be a matter for the Ohio legislature to take up. Listen, the buck stops here. I'm Ohio's chief elections officer. And uh, in response to the decision by the 10th court, what I said is that the time to make changes is passed. It's too late to be doing things like that. It's not a wise thing to do at this point. It would just unleash confusion. That ruling also stated that LaRose was not required to limit the location of the drop boxes, nor was he required to add or allow additional ones, leaving him with some discretion. The Ohio Democratic Party sued over this issue, pushing to expand the ways voters could cast their ballots amid fears of overwhelming the Postal Service by mailing in absentee ballots. David Pepper is with the Ohio Democratic Party. He's deciding on his own to have one drop box per county. It's an outrageous decision. It makes no sense in any way, and it's a shame. Both sides accusing each other of playing politics with less than a month to go until Election Day. I'm Bennett Haverly. In the Columbus area, where a quarter million ballots are being mailed out to voters, some say they received ballots intended for other areas of the county. Krista Frost explains. The Franklin County Board of Elections spokespeople say that it was an issue in the scanner that they have. Now, that scanner uses a barcode to determine what ballot goes to what location, but somewhere along the lines it malfunctioned. So now they're trying to figure out when that malfunction happened. That way they can figure out who all was affected by this issue. And voters say that they opened their ballots and realized that those candidates on the ballot just shouldn't be there. Their main concern was other people voting on candidates who might not be within their district. Krista Frost from the Franklin County Board of Elections. The Franklin County Board of Elections says incorrect ballots will be kicked out of the system when scanned before they are counted on Election Day. If you plan to vote early in person in the month leading up to the November election, local boards of elections have laid out the schedule of when you can do so. Tracy Townsend has the details. From now until October 16th, you can vote in person at your county's board of election office from 8 in the morning until 5 in the evening, Monday through Friday. The following week, the polling locations will stay open an hour later. Then, on October 24th, two weeks of weekend voting starts. Saturday hours are 8 in the morning, 
morning until 4 in the afternoon, and then Sunday hours are 1 in the afternoon until 5. That final full week of in-person early voting, County Board of Election offices will stay open until 7 at night. I'm Tracy Townsend. The presidential campaigns are changing their approach in Ohio. Yolanda Harris reports one candidate is spending more money while another is spending less. Joe Biden is expanding his ad buys into 56 of Ohio's 88 counties, and this could mean the candidate is optimistic about possibly winning Ohio. Now, the president is doing just the opposite. He canceled $2.5 million in advertising in Ohio. His team says he is confident he will win the state. President Trump did win Ohio by a margin of more than eight percentage points back in 2016. I'm Yolanda Harris. Each Tuesday during his coronavirus briefings, the governor takes a moment to talk about gun violence, and yesterday was no exception. ONN's Dave James reports. Today marks one year since gun safety measures rolled out by Governor Mike DeWine were introduced by Republican State Senator Matt Dolan of Chagrin Falls. This legislation is still pending in front of the legislature. I again would ask the legislature to take action. Ohio's major cities have seen a dramatic increase in homicides this year. DeWine says there were 42 shootings and 23 deaths in Ohio over the past week. Dave James, ONN News. Columbus is on pace to have its highest number of annual homicides ever in 2020. Lacey Crisp reports that the police department is looking for ways to make sure families get the answers they deserve. With about three months left in the year, the city has only 20 homicides fewer than for all of 2017, and that's when the record was set. Now, Columbus police know how traumatic the violence is on families and say they are dedicated to solving as many cases as they can. Still somebody's son or daughter still somebody's grandson or granddaughter. So every homicide is uh, vitally important to solve. They started a pilot program in the homicide unit where detectives work on teams and are on call instead of working their usual three separate shifts. Now, police command staff tell me they hope this will give that lead detective on the case more help and it will spread the cases out more evenly. From the Capitol, Lacey Crisp. An 89-year-old Toledo woman is one of several who have been scammed by people knocking on doors and claiming to be utility workers. Carla Byron has the details. She let him in and he told her he also needed to check the water in the basement. While there, she said she wanted to call her sister, but the man told her she needed to stay in the basement with him. Growing suspicious, she went upstairs anyway and she saw two other men run out the front door. They took her jewelry, including her engagement ring. Toledo police says there has been an increase in scams against seniors in the last month or so. No arrests have been made. I'm Carla Byron. There were no crowds or bustling media, but officials still broke ground on the first structure being built next to the Pro Football Hall of Fame campus. ONN's Michaela Madison has the story. The 75,000-square-foot office building is the first structure being built as part of Phase 2 of the project. It will be located on the west end of Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. Constellation Energy, part of Exelon Corporation, provided $30 million toward the project for naming rights to the building. The building is expected to be finished in late 2021. Officials indicated it is expected that the research and programming centers will be among the top around the world. Michaela Madison, ONN, Canada. 
Stanton. And after saying yesterday he wouldn't consider another stimulus deal until after the November election, President Donald Trump has backpedaled on that announcement. More from Tracy Townsend. Yesterday, President Trump announced via Twitter that he wanted negotiations to stop until Election Day. But then last night, also on Twitter, the president expressed his support for federal assistance for airlines and small businesses and said he, if he was given a standalone bill for $1,200 stimulus checks, he would sign that immediately. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.